So what's the deal now? Just this woman thinks her son is missing. Doesn't look like anyone's home. Here, look at this. These tapes only affect you if you play it in a correct sequence. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Nez back. East Society's 31 Days of Horror. Uh, you already heard Brian. He's been on a few times already this episode. But uh, we are back. You heard us uh, a few episodes back with the, the first VHS. Now we are back with VHS 2. This one came out. Uh, when did it come out? Uh, 2013? Didn't seem like it was that long ago. Um, were any of these in the theater? Do you know? Oh, before I go any further, Brian's here with uh, me again. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, I don't remember any of these being in the theater. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw this one. Uh, I just rented it because uh, the first one was so awesome. So uh, the second one, I think I waited until that one came on one of these streaming sites. Yeah, VHS, if you guys have seen the first one or listened to our first episode, this is just more of kind of the same. But I think the budget was bigger with this one because it was a lot better. Uh, There's three uh, in this trilogy. This, to me, this being the best one. Um, Which one was your favorite out of the three? Oh, definitely Safe Haven was my favorite. But rewatching it, I kind of like. The, I forgot the name of it. Um, the one uh, in the woods with, with the zombies. That one is a ride in the park. Yeah, that one. That one was. Uh, I actually liked it better uh, rewatching it this time. Yeah. Okay. VHS two. As they search for clues and the whereabouts of a missing student, a couple view the ghastly stories recorded on a collection of videotapes. Yes, this came out July twelfth. 
2013. Um, there is many directors in this one. Uh, Simon Barrett, I think he was one of them. And Adam Wingard, he, he starred in, in like the, the first story, but uh, I'm not too sure if he directed any of these. I'm trying to see who the director. Okay, I guess he did. Oh, no, no, wait, wait. Okay, the director's. Yeah, Simon, uh, or Adam Wingard, he directed one. Simon Barrett, uh, Jamie Nash, Tomino, or Timo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, something. <laughs> Gareth Evans, uh, Jason Iser, John Davies, Brad Miska, and yeah, that Tomino, what's his nuts again? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this this one was, was awesome. Like I said, I'm sure the budget was bigger because it wasn't as grainy as the first VHS because that, that one just seemed to be all over the place. I mean, this one's all over those places as well, too, but it seemed like uh, they upgraded on the camera work. Um, yeah. The, this one, uh, in the beginning, it was um, uh, too soon. Well, a guy, uh, somebody hired an investigator. Uh, his name was Larry to uh, search for her son. Uh, it's a guy named Kyle that disappeared. Um, I didn't realize that was Simon. Simon Barrett directed the first one. It's kind of the wraparound. It's called Tape 49, uh, the frame narrative. He he was in it uh, when uh, that guy Larry's like uh, basically just following a, a cheating husband. And uh, he's getting down with some girl in a, in a motel room. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I'm getting down, I'm making sure the curtains are closed. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to leave it a foot open so people can uh, just come watch and enjoy the show. But uh, this time <laughs> this time around, I realized that that was Simon Barrett in there with that chick, the director. So I oh, that, that was the director? Yeah, that was him. <laughs> so. Um. Giving us full frontal male nudity. Yeah, he did. I mean, <laughs> I met him at con. I met him and Adam Wingard at a uh, Comic Con for um, what was that movie when they were wearing the masks and they were killing those people in that uh, house? You're next. Yeah, that they we saw that that screening and they gave us uh, those masks when we went in there. So uh, when when I was talking to Simon Barrett, not not Simon Barrett, Adam Wingard, dude, he was he was drunk. And he was, oh, yeah, <laughs> and he was like, he's like one of those friendly drunks. He goes, oh, man, what'd you think of it? I said, oh, man, movie was hella good. He was like, oh, right on, and just gave me a big hug and was like, oh, thanks for coming. And I was like, oh, right on. <laughs> I, I didn't even know who that guy was at first. Um, when we saw this one, VHS, with the first story, uh, is it just called Phase, the clinical trials? Yeah. Uh, that when I saw him on the screen, I was like, "Hey, that's the dude we met." Because me and my daughter were watching this one. But uh, mm -hmm. the the wraparound story is Larry and his girlfriend. Like, like I said, uh, uh, this guy named Kyle goes missing. His mom hires them to go search uh, for him, so they go into his house. Um, I thought this was the same house in the first one. Was it? Um. I'm not sure. It it, it kind of when I'm thinking back to it, it kind of looks like it, but a little bit. It wasn't clean by by no means, but it looked like it was a little bit more cleaned up than the the first movie. 
I mean, because there was the whole, all the TVs and the, the videotapes everywhere. But um, I think I think it was some somewhere place different because that one, that house was just ransacked and videotapes scattered everyone. These were at least piled, uh, yeah, nicely. So, well, the, I guess that mom did say that this was her son's house and uh, the back windows open, so they climb in and uh, just like in the first one, they find this room with a bunch of TVs and videotapes everywhere so uh and and there's a laptop as well so they're just trying basically trying to figure out uh where where he's been and and what what's happened to him uh because there is a uh, there's a video on the laptop and it's the guy kyle and, and he's just talking about this and that and then uh there's a videotape laying there i think no no i'm i'm getting i'm jumping forward um, no, there was. There was a videotape there that said "Watch." Uh, it, well, I guess I guess it was written in lipstick. I thought it was blood, but I'm reading here that it was written in lipstick. So, uh, the girl uh, Aisha, I think that was her name. She puts in the the videotape while Larry is like, "Hey, I'm gonna go search around the house." So he kind of just takes off. Um, this is I must have just forgot, not re- or maybe not paying attention the first time around. But um, when you see um, well, the rooms they're in are pretty much lit up, but then if you look in the background, you just see uh it looks like there's someone walking around in the shadows in the other room. So, I mean, stuff like that, yeah. that always creeps me out. But because you're never <laughs> yeah. like, well, who the hell is that? What's going on back there? So, but so she puts in the tape, and this is when we get the, the phase uh, clinical, clinical trials. Uh, you want to take over this one? Yeah, um, you got a man named Herman who's in a doctor's office. Um, he's getting a eye replacement surgery because he, I guess, he was in a car accident. And then um, I guess this was a, a clin- uh, what, what do they call it? Like a he was like the first test subject or something in this new new eye replacement. And uh, when he gets home, uh, he starts to see things. And every time you know something he sees pops up, you know, it, it's almost like glitches, like, you know, kind of like a computer camera or something kind of glitches. And he just, uh, keeps seeing like these, uh, spooky looking people, like, especially like this little girl that keeps popping up everywhere. And it's, um, I would say, cause I, I've just recently watched, uh, John Carpenter's body bags and, I like this. Uh, there's a lot of stories that have to do with the eye when you start seeing things. And I think this was the the, the better of this uh, multiple stories out there. And uh, he gets a visit from this girl who he remembers seeing at the at the doctor's office. And she's there to tell him that she is experiencing the same things as him, except she had some kind of uh, surgery to get her hearing back. And she hears dead people. So. Essentially, like they're seeing and hearing uh, people because they're tuned into a special like frequency. I believe that's what it was. Yeah, I mean the, the, that was be scary enough. I mean, I think visually seeing scary. I mean, seeing something that you're the only one that can see is spooky enough. Like yeah. you said, did that that little girl and some some weird dude. But for her, hearing it constantly. I mean, that's. Other than that, would probably drive you crazy uh, just listening. Yeah, she seemed to be okay with it. Yeah, I think she might be just, she must have been listening to it for so long. This is what I figured, and just 
just going with it like okay this is just i'm used to it now so it's really nothing because uh i don't think it was um uh they're obviously spirits uh of uh, of dead people so i just figured that listening to them uh oh no they they kind of grab her <laughs> at the end yeah that that was my one problem because it, it it seemed like for me with her she had enough time to I get guess get used to it and adjust to it, so I didn't understand why she was all of a sudden being attacked. Yeah, because I mean, it was obviously she was doing it longer. But then when this guy comes in uh, with the eye, uh, which was uh, Adam Wingard, um, yeah, because it was like it, they they were they were coming at you. I mean, usually when you just see ghosts, I mean, sometimes or spirits or what have you, um. They, you just see them and, and they freak you out. But no, nah, man, these was like, these were able to knock things over and grab you. That's mm-hmm. that. That's where I didn't like because that, that one scene that scared me was um when he went in, he came out of the bathroom. He he walks at through his room, looks at his bed. It's nothing, just sheets messed up. But then when he comes back out of the bathroom, there's this somebody laying in his bed and the sheets are over him. And I don't know, man. I wouldn't investigate. <laughs> I would have just <laughs> went right out the door. Oh man! I mean, that stuff. That stuff scares me because then when he pulls the sheet over, nobody's there. But I mean, just uh, the imagery. I mean, the stuff he said because he he realizes that um before that girl got there, he thinks that there's he knows that there's that there's something wrong with his eye because I'm starting to see things because he does call those people and they're like, oh, Wayne, well, we can't do nothing now, so you might as well just wait because he just he's just starting to flip out and he just, he's was so scared about the things he was seeing. He spent the night in the bathtub because he locked himself in the bathroom. <laughs> but yeah, the next day is when that girl came over and, uh, I thought she was young girl, but now she was of age. So I was like, okay, I'm not a dirty old man. Uh, I thought she was, yeah. she was cute. Okay. Yeah. I'm not mad at her way of, uh, dealing with the, the, the people they they see and hear because she's just like let's bang and not focus on them and that I guess that that makes them go away. I guess maybe they don't. Uh, <laughs> maybe the dead don't want to see you doing that type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, the one the one that the one that was there was her uncle apparently. So I guess, I guess that's why he left. Yeah, the thing that was that was funny about that scene after they were done. Um, uh, what was his name anyway? Uh, Herman. He. Like just goes to to a mirror and says, "I, I want you guys to uh, uh, erase <laughs> that footage, put it on a disc, and give it to me." <laughs> uh, but yeah, because the doctors told me they said everything you see is coming back to us, and uh, we're recording it. So, um, I know these are just short little stories, but I, I mean, after all this story was said and done. Uh, I want to know what those what did those people do? What did the doctor's office people do after they saw this footage? So I mean, we never get that answer. But no. the ending was was pretty creepy because he really started seeing. I uh, saw the fat guy, saw the other dude in the suit, saw the um uh, the little girl. But when uh, the girl that that could hear him, she got attacked. And uh, was that a swimming pool or a hot tub? Um. I don't, you know what? It it looked a little too small for a swimming pool, but a little too big for a hot tub. Yeah, maybe just a little fancy pond because wherever he lived, he was obviously rich because he was up in the hills. Yeah. So yeah, just a little uh, 
I'm rich pool or rich pond and thing. But because when she fell in there, I mean, what grabbed her? Uh, you couldn't really see. It was just you just you just seen her like when you get the first shot of her in the hallway, you just see her on the floor being dragged away and then right into the pool. And you couldn't really see what was grabbing her. Yeah, because then she ended up dying because she, she drowned because he, he jumps in the water, too. And whatever it is, is uh, grabbing him and he's not knowing, but he, he ends up climbing out. Mm-hmm. But this part was this was, was jacked up because then he really started seeing stuff. But he ran and goes into the bathroom and, and pulls out a straight razor. And uh, he starts looking in the mirror because he's getting ready to just cut this eyeball out. Uh, and then he goes, I can't look. And then that camera moves away. We're all seeing uh, what he sees. So, I mean, that's why the, the camera is all over the place. But. He obviously gouges it out, cuts it out, and then I uh, thinks he's all good. But um, this part kind of freaked me out, which actually it, it ended pretty good, man, because when he falls down and the, those ghosts or whatever it was, that man comes running in, and it looks like he grabs the eye and just shoves it. Um, did he shove it back into his socket or did he shove it into his throat? He, he shoved it into his throat. Okay, I thought he like stuck it back into into the head of his into his eye and eye socket. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean that that was the end of that one. I think, um, as far as jump scares and everything, I think this was to me. I thought it was the scariest, mainly just dealing with uh, uh, seeing spirits of of just you look you look over there and then you look away and then next thing you know something standing there. So. Because there yeah. was there was a lot of that. Like he'd look, there'd be no one there. Then he'd look again, and they'd be like right in front of him. <laughs> so that always made me jump. Yeah, that one's a uh, phase uh, clinical tale that was directed by Adam Wingard. That's another thing. Uh, when you're the star of a segment, I guess I should ask Mike. He he would know. And then you're the director as well. So do you like all right action and then start acting? I mean, I don't. Unless you just have an assistant director, that's yeah, right. <laughs> it's something you got. To, you got to have someone else there. Kind of, you could. I, I always figured you kind of go. You break down everything you want done with the assistant or whoever, and then that person yells action. Then you go do your acting. Yeah. All right. Um, then we kind of go back to the uh, the wraparound, and uh, Alyssa is still. Was that her name? Is it Alyssa or Curly? I don't know. she's sitting there watching uh uh, more videotapes but she's slowly starting to get freaked out and this is when we roll into uh a ride in the park this one was directed by uh eduardo sanchez and greg hale eduardo sanchez what is oh he was one of the the blur witch guys yep so um yeah man take over on this one or start it (laughs) Yeah, we got a uh, we got a guy named Mike. He's uh, testing out, I, I guess, his bicycle, or he, he. I don't know if he's testing it out. He seems like he he bicycles a lot on these kind of trails, and he's got a, a what is it, a GoPro on top of his helmet, and he's uh, riding through the, the 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 park on the bike trail, and then he has this woman come running up out of nowhere, and she's like hysterical. She's bleeding. Or she's got blood on her or something. And uh, she's saying uh, her friend needs help. And he's uh, he hears something off in the distance. 
And then he's going to check it out, you know, yelling, yelling stupid shit that they always yell in the movies about, you know, the, the police is right behind me, you know, get out of here. And um, in the distance, you can see like what it, what apparently that you end up finding out is uh, zombies walking towards him. And he turns to the girl and says, you know, we got to get out of here. And then um, she turns around. She's already changed and she has bitten him. Which um, I thought I thought the look of the zombies were pretty cool, especially it was really disgusting. Like right before they turn, they throw up uh, all that black stuff all over the ground. And I thought that was uh, real cool looking. Yeah, I thought uh, the zombie effects, I mean, the, how, the appearance and how they looked and just being all bloody. I really love the eyes, the little contacts they had. They look really spooky. Yeah. Because um, he had the GoPro. I know he had one on his helmet and I think he had one on the bike. Because when after, yeah. when he gets bitten and he falls down, he's laying in uh, front of the bike camera. Uh, and yeah, this one this one was awesome. I loved, uh, I really loved what they did with the GoPros in this one. We'll get to another GoPro one uh, in a, in a few minutes. But I, I thought it was I, this one. It was like there's been so many different uh, zombie films. It seems like everybody and the mother is making one. But I think this is one of the the good ones. It's other than it's just a short story, I like the idea of a zombie wearing a GoPro. So I, yeah. I, I thought that was awesome uh, because once this guy comes to, he, he's sitting up and looking around. Yeah, and you see him. Oh, no, before he goes down, like you said, when he falls to his his hands and knees, it blah, just starts yeah. just doing the Gene, Sim, Gene Simmons impression and just squirting <laughs> out whatever blood and black tar i don't know what it was but i I thought that was awesome but then he 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 kind of just gets up and then starts going and then this is they're they're obviously in a park so there's other people and then you see other zombies walking around and uh i really love this part man when they come up onto a birthday party uh and it's other than just the the main guy with the gopro you see other zombies coming in and um yeah finish it out (laughs) Yeah, uh, right before they get to the birthday, he actually um, he dies and then he's found by um, two more people on bicycles and they check him out and he eventually attacks. He attacks one of them, I believe the female and uh, the guy gets bit, too, and eventually he dies. And then they, you know, they eat his guts, which was really good practical effects on that kind of stuff. And when they get to the birthday party, um, it just seems like at that time when they got there, it was like more and more zombies were coming around everywhere and, and people are freaking out. They're grabbing whatever they can, you know, trying to trying to fight off the zombies. Um, I think uh, I think we get a guy. uh he actually stabs the, the 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 main guy that Mike that started all this. Uh, he stabs him with a one of those barbecue like fork things right in the eye or right in the head. And um, somebody's got a shotgun. He's just blasting zombies left and right, and you know it's just all out chaos at this point. Yeah, I I, I like seeing little kids die, but <laughs> I was hoping they were gonna grab one of the little kids and eat them <laughs> up. But no, that that one father. Uh, jumped in the van and took off but yeah man the the, the main guy I mean, he does he gets a, a fork to the head and uh, the guy with the with the shotgun i mean i guess it's safe to bring a shotgun to a kid's party because he just <laughs> he just starts blasting in every direction um obviously these zombies have must have still some kind of uh 
uh, brain function because mm-hmm. um, after everyone takes off and there's zombies everywhere, um, the main guy, uh, I think it was Asian guy, wasn't he? Yeah, I believe so. He grabs the shotgun and basically just kills himself with a shotgun blast. And then, uh, which I thought was cool. I mean, he, he just didn't want to. He didn't want to be one of the the undead. So, he, yeah, it took yeah. himself out. Yeah, I think because he he's seen himself. He's seen a reflection of what he looks like now, and then he got that phone call from his girlfriend. And I think he had enough of what he used to be in him to just say i'm I'm not gonna i'm not gonna go on like this anymore yeah so it was a quick little story i think this is probably the shortest story out of all of them and um but it was like it was quick and to the point i mean it was like you're introduced to the main guy then boom 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 next thing you know zombies are everywhere and and then i'll just chaos and i, I loved it because it was just boom it just kept the action going from like as soon as the zombies came into play, all the way to the very end uh, of the story. So, uh, more wraparound uh, of the girl watching, and then she's starting to freak out because then she's uh, her nose is bleeding. If you guys have seen the first one and you remember when those guys, it seemed like after the guys were done, uh, whoever was watching the videotapes, their nose was bleeding because then that, that her nose started to bleed. And she was complaining about, oh, I got a headache. And uh, the guy goes, well, I'll just go run to the store. And uh, get some stuff, and then we roll. She puts in the next tape, and uh, we roll into Safe Haven. And to me, this is the best story out of out of this film. As I mean, if you put all three movies together, this is still the best one. Uh, this one is directed mm-hmm. by uh, Gareth Evans. Uh, he, he's one of the he's the director that brought you uh, the two Raid films, and uh, there was another film he did with uh, that guy from the Raid. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was actually pretty good. Another shoot 'em up action film. And this other director, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, but he was the director of uh, The Night Comes for Us. Did you see that? Amazing. Yeah, amazing movie. Oh, my God. I mean, that was one of my favorite movies of last year. And that is streaming on Netflix. It was a Netflix original, I believe. But this film, or this, this story, Safe Haven, uh, we actually covered just this one story uh, last year for our 31 Days of Horror. Um, I was telling the Zisu about it. I was like, dude, we need to do something with you because he he just doesn't watch horror films. And um, I said, okay, I'm going to give you this one. It's just, I think it was like 15, 20 minutes, however long it was. Uh, I said, just watch this one story, and then and then we'll talk about it. The reason I picked this story is he is not a guy for blood. Fake blood, real blood, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you got to read it. But it's all, I, I think what, how I sold it to him was the guy that directed the raid did it. He went, oh, okay. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, if you guys have seen this one, he, he, um, he finished it. But he was like, I got a little queasy because there was just uh, a little too much blood. But this one, man, this one, it had that that realness scary i mean like there's people yeah there's people out there like this and and it's weird i i don't understand i mean unless you just got that much mind power to to control people to make them believe what you believe like that that david koresh guy or, or um mm-hmm. charles manson I mean, 
to get people to follow you or even that uh was a jamestown those people i mean it's yeah. it's crazy on how you can manipulate people to believe in what you believe in and, and follow and go through with what happens but this one is a uh a four there was four people they were in the news crew they were just doing a um a story on this uh it's a cult, but it was uh, supposed to be some religious type of thing. Uh, it was um, it was a Indi- they were in Indonesia because it's an Indonesian cult that they're trying to do shooting the documentary, and they're speaking to uh, the main guy that runs the place. And that guy's a little weirdo. Um, this was the first thing I'd seen him in, and then I think he was, I think it was the raid two he was in. Uh, I think it was the first one because I think he was the main guy. Oh, was that him? Because I oh no, yeah, he was, and then he was in the um in the second one as well. Because when he when they charge into that uh that house where they were making all the porn and everything, that's right. He was in, <laughs> he was in there, so <laughs> you knew he was a little sleazy guy. Uh, I don't know who this gentleman is, but he's an awesome actor. He can play that sleazy, spooky role. But he's obviously the the big wig that's that's running the show because he's telling them. Uh, about uh, this event that's coming. They don't really go into to what it is. And he's preparing his uh, his family is what he was calling them. And uh, they, they kind of like, well, they were talking to him like in a little coffee shop. And then they were just trying to shoot like, hey, can we can we come to to your place and, and interview other people and film stuff or finish the interview? He was kind of hesitant to uh to let them come, but I think uh, I was a part of his plan, so he was like, um, all right. No, I think what he, no, that was when they got to the, the compound. Or did he see that girl before they went there? I think so. I think that was the reason why he said, okay, I think you guys can come because he had more uh, plans for uh, the girl. I think her name was uh, Lena. So they all uh, sack up. Uh, all their gear and everything they're, they're putting on the little spy cameras uh that are like shaped like buttons and one of them's wearing glasses with a camera i believe and they go into this compound and then they start uh the interview uh with this little dude um what was his name um oh they just he just went by father yeah that's what they called him so but yeah they get to the to the compound and uh, they start interviewing him. So, yeah, take over from here because this is where it went all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get a little side story. Um, I believe uh, the the one guy, Malik, I think he has to go and change out the, the camera's battery or something. And he overhears on the microphone that uh, Lena and the, the other dude, not the cameraman, but the other dude with um, uh, Adam, um, I guess she's telling him that she's pregnant and he doesn't want anything to do with her or anything and he leaves and i believe that's when she's is she taken by by the by those women at that time oh she kind of uh she's mad so she's kind of walking around and she ends up walking into that classroom and uh there, yeah that's right and that, that was before uh the teacher was telling her uh to yeah. yeah come out here and then that's when those those four creepy ladies grabbed her but 
there there was one scene right like right when they got to the compound right before they went in they uh met uh this one lady and this little girl and and they were talking to her and uh one of them was oh you're you're a nice little girl and she goes i'm not a little girl anymore father took care and then they just kind of cut her off yeah that was like uh this this there's so many warning signs to this cult that you need to leave like the the symbols everywhere the little the little creepy necklace that they gave her and what that little girl said. And it just, <laughs> there was a lot of warning signs that you needed to get out of here. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, cause they just, that, that older lady just basically cut that little girl off before she, uh, spilled the beans on what was going on there. And when I, when I, this is all in, um, what language? Indonesian. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, it's so you got to read it. I mean, they do every now and they, they again they do speak English, but ma- majority of it is you have to read it. But when that when she said that, I went, "Oh my god!" I mean, <laughs> are they are they gonna go that far and show? Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I, "I, yes, it's a movie, but I st- and it'd be fake, but I don't want to see that." <laughs> so. Yeah. And um, at this point, um, the cameraman uh, forgot his name. Um, He's trying to, uh, I guess, uh, start up some small talk with the father and he gets on like an intercom system and he basically says it's time. It's, you know, it's time to begin. And I think the siren comes on and then you just got, well, well, before all this happens, um, he he jumps on the cameraman and he stabs him in the throat and then slits his throat. And then everywhere is just mass suicides going on, and this 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 movie gets crazy at this point. Up the back back up a little bit. Um, there was a scene where um, there's obviously surveillance cameras everywhere, and uh, yeah, there's a scene where father. It was a surveillance video. You see father. He pulled. This is before the the crew comes up and starts interviewing. He pulls up his shirt and he pulls out this. Um, looks like it was a box cutter. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what he carved into his stomach, but it's that symbol that you see everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of reminded me of those like Blair Witch uh, little stick things that were all over the place in that movie. But that was creepy right there because like right before he sprung into action, uh, did that guy, uh, he must have had a button camera because he did. He had a camera on himself because when mm-hmm. when that uh, that little when father jumps on him. I mean, that was a little dude, and that guy looked like he could handle himself. But no, nah, man, if, mainly other than if someone pulled out a knife and was getting ready to do something, and you, you got to spring into action and kind of be ready. But I, I've never been in that situation, so I, I don't know. Maybe you might think everything, but <laughs> he could at least fought that guy off a little bit. But no, nah, that guy, he once he grabbed him. Uh, shout out to the guys that did the special effects because that looked real. When, yeah, when it didn't, it didn't look like CGI blood. Now, if it was, it, it it looked like they did really good job. But when he slit into that guy's throat, it went so slow, and the blood was just squirting out. And uh, that's when I realized that he had a camera on him because they show father, and you just see the blood squirting up all over into his face, mm-hmm. into his mouth, everywhere. And then once he stops, and then he just kind of slicks his hair back with blood and. Yeah, it just it just went haywire. There were there was so much. I mean, those creepy little nurses or whatever they were, they grab uh the main the, the main girl, the pregnant girl, and they just take her to who knows where. But 
when all this is going on, which was the guy, one of the guys kind of starts looking around because he, he's not too sure. I mean, it was, it was kind of right before everything went haywire. He's down, uh, I assume, in the basement somewhere because he walks into this room where there's, there's a light flickering. Uh, that's uh, That was Adam. Okay. Yeah, he walks in there and he sees somebody uh, on an exam examination table. And uh, you can clearly see someone's there, but there's a, a sheet over them. And I don't know if they've done this numerous times because there was blood all over those walls, like pretty much mm -hmm. basically to the ceiling. And whatever, whoever was under that sheet, there was blood all over the sheet. But then when he pulled that off, you, you see a lady uh, laying there uh, with a big old gash in her stomach. Like they pulled something out of her. And uh, so I was like, oh, my God. I mean, who, yeah, props to the guys who did the special effects in this story because that looked real as well. So, <laughs> And then I think when once he left there and he was like, oh, my God, he got out of there. Um, that's when all the haywire, when everything went haywire, the, the, the little father screaming on the mic, uh, the, the siren going off and, and everybody. Cause then Adam was like running around. He didn't know what was happening, but as, as he runs through, that's when he runs into all the, uh, the suicide stuff. So mm. take over from there. <laughs> yeah, this, there was so many things going on in each room. You got one room where it, I think there's like six or seven guys and they shoot each other in that or they shoot themselves in the head at the same time. You got another room where uh, a guy is, um, he, I guess he's just shooting people, taking them out for, and you got another guy who apparently didn't want to do the sacri or the suicide. He's trying to run. He gets taken out. Adam's doing his best of, uh, trying to fight his way through. You got another room, which I just now noticed it on this rewatch. There's a guy banging a chick, from behind and there is blood squirting like everywhere. Like every, every, every little, every pump he's doing, there's just blood squirting everywhere. And I was like, wow, this is, this is getting super crazy. Yeah. I guess he wanted to get his before, before, <laughs> before judgment day. Um, to back up really quick, uh, right when the announcement happened, uh, there was a classroom full of little girls. Um, and they were just drawing stuff. I don't know what they were drawing, but, uh, that one of the guys kind of walks by there and looks in, and you see uh, another kid passing out little cups of drink. And um, mm -hmm. the, the father, when he was on the mic, he was telling everyone, "Yeah, drink." No, the teacher was telling him, "Drink, okay, now now drink every last drop." And all those little kids downed it. And then when uh, Adam's running around, or, or one of them, I can't remember who was, runs by that by that room and looks in there, you see all those little kids are just. Basically, just look like they were taking naps, but their heads are all on the table. Uh, the teacher that was sitting in the front, she's leaning back in her chair. So you, you always, whatever they drank, killed them. Uh, so they were all dead. But yeah, that that scene when he ran into that room and those guys were standing there with the guns and then just boom. yeah, that was crazy. I was like, what's going on? And then that other fool started um, attacking Adam, and then after he blasted that other dude. And then, uh, which one, who was the dude? Was it Malik? Was it, was yeah, he, the the one on that was uh, about to be shot in the back of the head. Yeah, he uh, Adam yeah. comes running in, and Malik's he's got his hands tied up, and he's leaning against the wall, and he kind of just says, "Just get out of here." And that and that guy, one of the dudes, one of the cult guys, he blasts one dude with the head, and then 
he just takes out Adam and shoots him in the back of the head. And then Malik and that guy are wrestling around with a gun. And um, the the guy with the gun, he realizes this is it. And he knows he's what he's supposed to do. Uh, he screams amen or something and it blows the top mm-hmm. of his head out. Or no, baby blew his face off uh, and everything. Yeah. And I, I don't know what was happening. <laughs> there was so much going on. And then he runs by that room and all those little kids. Uh, I don't know if they were zombies or what, but then it seemed like everybody turned into zombies. Oh, but no, that was before because he finally went downstairs and uh, he goes into uh, that room where uh, they took uh, the, the pregnant girl. Because they were telling, there was, there was those those uh, ladies that were holding her down were all creepy because their eyes were all white. Mm-hmm. And he charges in there and basically just pulls. What did they when he was pulling those ladies off? Did they like pull her feet off? Uh, I think their hands came apart or something. It it was so much going on. Like even right before we get to the scene, um, when he's going and uh, following them down that hallway, um, an explosion happens. And he's laying on his back and you can see you can see one of the ladies or something uh, climbing on the wall. Yeah. What was and that? Then, <laughs> I don't know. And then father shows up and he's, you know, doing his uh, doing his thing. And then all of a sudden he just he just explodes and there's just blood and mush and body parts everywhere. And that was crazy. Uh, yeah, that was weird, man. He just comes walking down the hall saying whatever he's saying. And then uh, he turns away and and then just someone just threw a bucket of blood down the hall. <laughs> I was like, damn. I mean, this so much happens in, in a matter of minutes, and it's just crazy. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, when this story was over, I, I had to rewind it and watch it again because I was like, damn, what what did I just watch and what the hell happened? <laughs> so he, um, when Adam gets into that room, takes out all those crazy nurses or whatever they were. Um, Lena is still uh, laying there. And she she was pregnant maybe, I don't know, maybe a month or two. Not If that, she wasn't even showing at all, but she's pretty much showing now. So whatever, whatever, whatever they did to her, it, obviously something got inside of her because you see the stomach moving and, this big horn comes out and Adam is like, what? And then this big, what was it? A goat or (laughs) it was like a a goat headed demon with wings that just comes out of her, rips her open and comes out and he takes off running. And it seems like at this point, everybody that had died, had came back and I don't know if they're possessed or they're zombies or something, but he's like fighting his way through everybody. Yeah. Cause it, I mean that, that creeped me out, man, other than trying to run from this big goat demon or whatever the hell it was. Now you got to fight through the living dead to get out of there. <laughs> Cause he was in the basement and they had to run up all these stairs. And then he finally gets out and uh, jumps in his car and just starts hauling ass down the road. But, you're hearing the loud roars of whatever this was uh, that was chasing him. And you're like, oh, my God, he's he's cool. He's getting away. Then all of a sudden, something slams into the side of his car, and it flips it over, and he's like, oh, he's laying there. He's all bloody. 
and uh, I think he had, he had a camera because it like fell to the floor and the on the ground, and the camera is looking up at him, and then you see this big goat head thing come over, and you could see that it has wings. Um, this was the only thing I really didn't care for because it looked. It looked cheesy. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Out of everything we just saw that looked amazing and real, this kind of killed it a little bit. I mean, but I'm glad it was only like a, a minute or two <laughs> of the end of the story. But when that demon goat head thing looks over, it says Papa. And then did it kill him or did it? I don't know what happened. Uh, well, I mean, if he said Papa and he was supposed to be the father of her baby, then I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he left him alive. I know he started laughing. Like he started laughing hysterically at the end and it just, it just ends. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he just went, all right. And they're living happily ever after somewhere in Indonesia. <laughs> but the, this was just one big bloody mess. And I, I kind of, kind of glad that it, it was just a short story because if this was an actually full hour and a half film, I don't know how how well it would have played out because there was so much going on this and it would do, and they just jammed it all into a few minutes because it was it it just kept moving constantly. It, it did. Yeah. It, it once it started, it never slowed down uh, until it was over. <laughs> so. But by far, this was probably the best story uh, in, in this film. And um, it, it goes back to uh, budget. They obviously had a bigger budget for this. Camera work was better. Um, it was just so much more uh, gruesome effects in this. And I was like, wow, oh, my God. I was just blown away. So you go back to the wraparound story. Still, that girl is freaking out. Um, she actually... Uh, I don't know if she died or whatever. Because yeah, uh, she died. Yeah, because that guy comes back and she's just laying there. And then uh, I think that's when he finds the tape uh, that said "Watch me" or, or "Watch" or whatever. So he throws it in, and then we get the last story. This one was a slumber party alien abduction. Um, they used the GoPro in the, a ride in the park, and then they used the GoPro again in this one, which I, I thought was kind of. Uh, tricky. Did they really strap it on that dog and use what the dog saw? Because that's if if they did, that dog was trained pretty well. Yeah, I I would like to think they did, but most likely they probably put something on the camera to make it look like it was a dog. Yeah, because I mean, if they did and they just had a really good dog that was trained well, all right, I, that would be awesome, but. I mean, it was cool though. I mean, I did like that idea of them uh, putting the um, the GoPro on the dog. This was just basically see some friends, uh, like family and their friends, out at the lake house, and they're just being kids. I mean, there was like no grown ups around, so they're having a slumber party and they're hanging out and just doing what kids do and swimming in the lake. Um, I I must have not noticed this the first time, but. Uh, yeah, it's so it's just them. They're they're all having fun. They're just being stupid and oh, excuse me. And uh, they're um, gearing up for a water balloon fight in, in the lake. 
And this is what I didn't get. Did that guy piss in the water gun? I think so. Because, uh, yeah, he started squirting <laughs> piss on, on this guy. <laughs> so I don't care, man, who you are. You squirt piss on me, man, I'm whooping that ass uh, one way or the other. <laughs> so um so they're they're like yeah they're they're having fun and one of the the the, the gopro must be waterproof because one of one of the guys is wearing it and he's underwater and this is i i must have not noticed it the first couple of times i'd seen this but when they're uh underwater they see something for just a split second coming mm-hmm. swimming at them and you don't know what it is because somebody jumps in the water and um then they just go back into the house and then they're just getting ready to go to sleep. And, uh, the, the, the older, the, the older sister and her boyfriend are mad. Cause I think that her boyfriend was the one that got pissed, uh, squirted on her, squirted on him. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of wanting to get that kid back. And this was kind of, <laughs> this is kind of messed up. Um, I don't know if I'd be doing this with my friends laying next to me in, in a big old open room and uh <laughs> watching porn on a big <laughs> widescreen TV and he was he was laying there uh doing what you do and <laughs> with his buddy laying next to him asleep. Uh but they come in and, and they, they see they peek the the boyfriend and the girlfriend kinda of peek in and they see him doing that and they're laughing around and that that one kid cracked me up though. The the hit the friend that woke up and he was like, You're you were really doing that right there with us in the room. <laughs> Because uh, the that boyfriend and girlfriend, uh, he, he, they put the GoPro uh, on the dog, and, and the dog goes in the room, and then he, he come, they go, oh, "What are you doing?" And then he's like, "Give me that footage." He goes, "This <laughs> this could ruin my life." <laughs> and and uh, while they're doing this, all of a sudden, uh, there's a big brrr, this loud noise, and this big flash outside. Um, that, that's, I must have not noticed this either. But earlier, when they were all playing around, being stupid in the house, they were flicking the lights and all this. Uh, it did it before, but nobody, no- yeah, nobody noticed. Yeah, it. I think I, it, there was flickering lights and stuff. But the first time it happened is when um, the the sister and the boyfriend were doing their business in the bedroom, and they had ran in there and they were flashing lights and they were playing some kind of music and jumping all around. And that that's when the first like happened. Oh yeah, that's right. So then they that's okay. That's when they wanted to get revenge on that guy and they catch him uh, touching it and all that. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I so during all this, yeah, that big another I don't know what that was. It was a loud noise and um then this big light and they they're not too sure what's happening and they're like, what's going on? And this this kind of freaked me out because they're like the the camera's going all over the place. The the camera's still on the dog. They're like, what's happening? What's that? What's going on? All of a sudden, these aliens just come out of nowhere. They're inside the house and just start grabbing the kids. And they're, ah, and this is where I'm like, I would have kicked my, I mean, I, I love my dog. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I would have kicked her if she didn't just start barking. Because <laughs> I was like, man, usually animals sense all this stuff. And that dog did not let no warn no warning off for them because those aliens just came out of nowhere and grabbed them and they were basically just grabbing all the kids and trying to abduct them so there was just the camera was all over the place you see aliens running around chasing these kids they're all ah they're trying to run and hide um you're, you're looking outside you're seeing these these huge flashing lights and you're not too sure what it is because earlier in the film they see something outside and they're like, what is that? And it looks like there's um, 
I don't know, some they look like a spaceship, but you can't really tell. You all you can see are the lights, and and they're just kind mm-hmm. of spinning around, and it disappears. But uh, when when the aliens finally attack and, and are grabbing all the kids, everyone's just running everywhere, and the camera's all over the place because the dog has it on. And uh, one of the aliens, did he put that kid in a sleeping bag? I think he. The ones that were in the sleeping bags, he he dragged them, and then uh, I, he drowned one of them. I know that because they took him. They dragged him out to the water and took him underneath the water. And uh, I know one of them drowned for sure. Because the well, the dog was in one of the sleeping bags with the kid, and they were obviously in water because water was there. And they were screaming, and then you 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 just see a kid he's inside the sleeping bag with a dog mm-hmm. so that, that's all we're seeing right now and you, you're hearing who knows what's happening outside um but uh they they grab one they grab that kid and then you realize that they're starting to go up into the air and that kid's screaming ah and and, and was the dog barking during any of this no not at all <laughs> this was the most quietest dog ever <laughs> yeah so uh, this is where I didn't feel sorry for all those kids getting abducted, but I felt sorry. Um, that dog did go up in the air with him, and then I guess the dog got free. And yeah, and this was the weirdest thing: the the, the kids holding on to the dog, and he's telling the dog, "Don't let go" or something. And <laughs> then the dog drops, and the camera is facing the dog. And yeah, I would have to say one hundred percent. I felt more for this dog than I did anybody else in this segment. Yeah, I did. I didn't feel sorry for any of those kids that got abducted. I just felt sorry for that dog that fell to his death uh, <laughs> after the whoever whoever that kid that was holding him. But yeah, I mean, obviously the camera must have fell off too because the camera was pointing right at the dog, and you just see uh, the head of the dog. So he died from impact, and that is the end of the story. So we go back to uh, the um, the dude, the main guy. I think his name was Larry. And he, he start, he's watching the uh, the laptop. And you see the, the guy, Kyle, that, um, that they hired to look for. And I can't remember. What was he saying before he did what he did? Do you remember? He said something. It's time for me to make my own video or something. And then he pulls that gun out and he just blasts his jaw right off of his face. Yeah. Dude. Again, props to the special effects guys. Cause that was brutal because his jaw is gone and his tongue is just dangling. So this is when we realize, uh, that was the dude walking around because every now and then mm-hmm. you saw somebody lurking around the background and you realize, okay, that, that was Kyle. So we know that, that he is still alive. But, uh, on the, on the video you see after he blows uh, his jaw off and he kind of like falls out from, no, he, did he get up and walk away? Or does he like, just fall down? He gets up and walks away and you see on the video when he walks away off into, uh, one of the hallways, that's when, uh, Larry and um, Aisha come walking in. Yeah, so he that that I was tripping out right there. I was like, "Whoa!" It kind of reminded me of uh, that story in the in the first one when that guy was uh, uh, basically catfishing 
those uh, those girls for the aliens because remember when yeah. Steve, she, he was supposed to be on the other side of the country and he comes walking <laughs> in. So that kind yeah. of reminded uh, me of that. I'm reading right here. It says uh, Kyle. Um, Kyle's explaining that it's time for him and his uh, that. Wait, let me see that he and his mother want to make their own tape. So I don't know what that has to do with anything because I know it was his mother didn't isn't that the one who sent Larry to to find him yeah so apparently that tape was him and his mother are making their own tape so I didn't I don't know they must have just never showed her yeah yeah so yeah so that uh, Larry kind of gets freaked out and he's he ends up in the closet and then well Aisha comes to life first that's right yeah it's attacking him that's right. She she sits up and then attacks him, and he runs into the closet, and he's looking around all scared. And I did, yeah, flashlight, or was uh, it might have been from the camera because he's in in this closet and he's kind of looking around, and then he he looks over, and this is when Kyle kind of just comes out of out of the darkness and and just like just lunges at him, so. We assume that he kills he kills Larry, but um, you see Kyle again in in, in the camera, and uh, his jaw's gone, and, and his tongue is is hanging there. I, I, I guess it's a movie; <laughs> you just gotta just <laughs> get away from all reality. But I, I'm pretty sure if your jaw's missing, you're you're not gonna be walking around, or much less be. Uh, saying to to do things, but I mean, yeah, I like that. I like that thumbs up. Yeah, because it says right here. It says uh, afterward, Kyle gives the camera the thumbs up, revealing the plan. His mother and he came up with being a success before turning the camera <laughs> off. <laughs> so, oh man, I mean, okay, I I don't know where blowing your face off uh, comes into plans, but. <laughs> I mean these these wraparound stories and and all three of them I mean just kind of just never really uh made sense on on why it was happening like when the first one why who who first of all who was the old man in the chair uh why did this happen and then when you get to this house why did Kyle and his mom uh set this whole plan up for them I maybe mean, why did why were they after Larry and yeah I kind of I mean thinking about it now I kind of think maybe uh, this Larry guy, the private investigator, maybe he did something or caught uh, Kyle's father, his mom's husband, doing what he shouldn't be doing. And then yeah, it was a revenge watching, type of thing. Yeah, watching these, I'm kind of thinking that like these people when they walk into this, these places, they're like walking into hell because uh, like the first group of people in the first movie, they're they're like scumbags. And then this one, you get Larry, who, you know, he's a, I guess, private investigator or something. He's filming somebody cheating on their wife, but he's also calling that guy to sell him the footage back to him for even more money. So he he might be like a bad person himself. And maybe they're just getting what they deserve walking into this house and watching these tapes. Yeah, I mean, so, but. Yeah, maybe the, the objective was to get Larry. Aisha was just uh, 
caught in the crossfires, but <laughs> that this this one was way better than the first one. I do love the first one, but this one was just a million times better. Uh, Safe Haven being the best story out of this. Absolutely. Um, uh, Brian and I were talking. We didn't really care for the third one, but we're just going to finish out the trilogy and uh, we'll come back <laughs> uh, before the month is up with uh, the part three, the VHS viral. Um, I I think I've seen that like twice and I only remember two stories and we'll, we'll get into that uh, when we come back uh, with VHS viral. Got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, if nobody's seen uh, VHS 2, go watch it. You get our full recommendation. I think this movie shows you, like, because when it comes to found footage, you always want to know why is the person still holding the camera. And I think this one, they had a lot of good ideas of why the camera would still be going. And this is a definite must watch, especially if you like horror or horror anthologies. Uh, you got to watch it. Uh, speaking of horror anthologies, um, you're watching Creep Show, right? I still got to watch the new episode, but I, I've checked out the first episode and uh, I'm, I'm digging it so far. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, we we kind of talked about it on our last East, regular East Society episode. I I love it. Um, what days do the new ones come out? I think Wednesdays. Okay. Well, we got a new one on there. I haven't watched it either. So uh, we'll both definitely check that out. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll talk a little bit about it uh, when we come back uh, with our next episode, which will be VHS viral. <laughs> So, uh, we still, yeah, we still got more uh, stories or more uh, movies to talk about uh, for the next, uh, I don't know how many more days of October. But uh, there's been a lot so far that you guys have heard up to this point. Uh, Mike has come on. Uh, I have been on. Trying, still trying to get the Zisu. Uh, I got a couple interviews uh, that, that are also going to be out this month and hopefully get uh, one of my friends. Uh, to come on she's uh, another horror watcher so but yeah everyone thank you so much for listening brian always good to have you on the show brother you're another member of the east society east society isn't just me and the zisu got brian here we got mike uh our brother joel uh lance he comes on every now and then and everybody else that, that pops onto the show you guys are all a part of this it's, it's yes it's mainly us two that they come on every week but this is a society, an entertainment society. For those of you who don't know what E stands for. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's a ton of us. So, I guess we're going to have to get uh, masks. Like, uh, the whole E society was played off of F society from Mr. Robot. You watch that? I've seen season one, and I have not went back yet. I, I like season one, though. It was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I this is the one that, that got me hooked on after this little... Uh, Mr. Robot experience we did uh, at Comic-Con and we got those masks that they all wear. Um, I'm, I'm all on board. I haven't watched uh, the second or third and I think the fourth season is about to start, which is actually the, the final season. So, mm-hmm. uh, if I don't wait until that season's over with, then I can just sit down and binge them all. But I don't know. We'll get <laughs> to it. But yeah, we're going to check out Creep Show. We'll come back later on with uh, VHS Viral. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, tomorrow or either us or me or I don't know who else. But, yeah, tomorrow. All right, everyone. Stay creepy. <laughs>